tradition deeply. And um, Matthew is, it's not that that emphasis is not found in Mark's gospel, but nowhere to the extent that you see it in Matthew's. Okay? So this is an expansion of Mark's gospel to enrich and enliven the early Jewish theological heritage and piety of the Jesus movement within the narrative gospel form. And um, so if we go to the second page, uh, the back page of your um, <coughs> handout, um, what, what I'm proposing we do, and we're not going to be able to get to all of these texts, but how long do I have? Jesus for his community. We're going to look for cues 
that are emerging in Matthew's particular uh, specific sources. So um, I thought what we could do with the remainder of our time, and it's really about uh, 25 minutes, is to just jump into some of these texts and listen to them and see what we hear and see if anything emerges. I have a hunch something will. <laughs>
communities in the world. But Matthews is
out as a very much a, being perhaps being persecuted by the established Jewish community. Right. Absolutely. So, so this is, I think, another important element of understanding Matthew's particular moment and what drives him into this huge endeavor, which in a way honors what Mark has done because it represents that, but also acknowledges that the community needs more than that. And I think it's because Matthew's community is going through like 10 to 15 years after Mark's community in a different context, a crisis. And that crisis is very much grounded within what it means to be Jewish at the end of the first century under Roman imperial occupation. At the end of the first century, under Roman imperial occupation, the Jewish people were, in fact, as a whole, persecuted. Um, episodically and uh, regionally by the very capricious structures of Roman colonial rule. Jewish people lived all over the map of the Mediterranean. And Rome was sort of vexed by them. They were a particular minority that required a particular kind of management. They did not, because of their fierce commitment to that first commandment of the Decalogue, there is only one God. Whom you will worship. Um, uh, the Roman world was full of religions, and part of being a good citizen was to engage in the honoring of various local deities and to participate within the patriotic cult of the Roman ruler. Where you would worship the emperor as a god. A god who brought peace and prosperity and blessing to the world. Okay? So that's a big problem for Jews. But Rome really understood itself to be dispassionate and measured and reasonable in the management of its colonies and its diverse peoples. And so deals were cut, and Jews were afforded the chance to be um, exempted from the cult of the Roman ruler for particular taxes and uh, expectations of cooperation and things like that. But what that meant was that regionally, you had to be the Jewish group that could curry favor with your local regional governor or 
Like a coach of a losing football. Right. And then in a sense. 